Howdy. You know what they say are girls' best friends? Um, her other friends. What? Mm. The people. What the the women who are think a lot like sh- women with the same sized shoes. <laughs> feet. No, I don't. Wit, wit, what? and intuition are a woman's best friends. Zip. Ah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sweet. And That's... diamonds. Diamonds are a girl's oh, best friends. Damn, that got expensive. <laughs> that took a that took a pricey turn. Yeah. If I could just give my, if I could just give my girlfriend some intuition <laughs> when I propose to her, mm. it'd be much cheaper. Much cheaper. Yes. Yeah, a, a cheaper way to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. This Thank is you. this is our continuation of the James Bond series. This is this is what like number nine? Eight. Eight? eight. Eight. Number eight. Yes, Holy. we are going through all eventually twenty seven. Wow! But right so, now, only nineteen more to go. There's a lot to go. Okay, but we're on number eight. And we and this is like the beginning, just so everyone knows. We've yeah, been kinda yeah. like we've been kinda like do a James Bond, do a couple more episodes, do sure. a James Bond, oh, yeah. do a couple more. Yep. Welcome to the beginning. If 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 our if our James Bond series was a game show. <laughs> welcome to the beginning of the rapid fire lightning round. Oh yeah. Where Buckle just up. about every damn week, yeah, it's, you're probably going to get a bond. It's gonna, it's, it's we're we're entering into bond being almost every other episode you're going to get. Um, oh yeah, and which means you're pretty much consistently going to get two episodes a week for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but uh, the reason being is because uh, I've died too many times or whatever the hell the name of the new one coming out is <laughs> no um, time to is die com- is coming out in november yeah uh and so we gotta you know we gotta shovel some coal in this train and <laughs> pull it into the station no um, no I was time thinking, to die you could pre- no but it doesn't matter because you could pretty much say anything you could say like uh, <laughs> you know um died again yesterday <laughs> and someone would go oh is that one of the bond films right yeah you know, any combination of no time <laughs> or the word die or, or the word tomorrow, never tomorrow. or tomorrow yeah. or casino, forgot, you know, like casino. Yeah. dead, dead and forgotten. Oh, oh it's, <laughs> it's the new Henry Cavill, James Bond film, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Is. Uh, so, yeah. If you're new to our 007 series, the way mm-hmm. this works is we uh, lube ourselves up with butter, mm-hmm. and then we sit down in front of our microphones, mm-hmm. and we rank the film based on eight separate categories. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight and a half. Yeah. Because Pete's got like an honorary category, which doesn't <laughs> affect the score. But, no, no, no. Um, and uh, so we rank them, uh, these eight different categories, on a scale of zero to ten. Uh, at which point we find the average score, mm-hmm. uh, and that's the score the film gets. So essentially what we're doing is finding the quintessential... We're, we're on a quest to find the quintessential James Bond movie. Not even necessarily our favorite James Bond movie, because no. there's been one or two times in the past now where there's been like a film where I'm like, man, I think this was my favorite, but mm-hmm. it didn't score the highest. 
Right. Uh, so the quintessential James Bond movie based on these eight categories, according to two unprofessionals on the internet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so without further ado, this mm-hmm. week we did Diamonds Are Forever. Mm-hmm. Had you seen this one? You've mm-hmm. seen some of the James Bond movies. For sure. I'm I'm just seeing them as I go. If if it's a, an episode we haven't done yet, it means I've never seen that James Bond film. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this one? I have never seen it. Oh, okay. I, I mean, but you've seen it now. Like, you watched it, right? <laughs> no, I... No, I just, just watched wing, the you're trailer. Just wing it. And I'm winging it. Sweet. Uh, Cool. Okay, so this was a new viewing experience for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool. Uh, So let's just do this. Yeah. Um, So category number one, right off the top, we have plot. Mm -hmm. I gave plot a six. Um, I, overall, I thought it was kind of like the story was fun. Uh, but, but there was a whole chunk of this film that felt really convoluted to me. Mm, okay. Sort of within the first third of the film, uh, in regards to like, okay, so these are the real diamond. No, the, okay. Those are the fake diamonds. Okay. So who, <laughs> right. yeah. who actually has the real diamonds right. <laughs> and what, and what is the plan? And, and oh, okay, so these guys have the. How the hell did these guys get the real diamonds? And right. who? And okay, what? <laughs> and so there was yeah. So eventually, it kind of got past that, and I had a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there were some moments where I was like, I, I don't really get what's happening right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So I gave it a six. That's that's fair. I coincidentally, I gave it a six as well. I don't know how. Okay, <laughs> it, I cannot stress enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't we don't talk at all about the 007 films, no. or our, or the way that we've ranked them no. prior to sitting down and recording this. No, we're in separate geographical locations. I yep. can't see your screen. You no. can't see my screen. Nope. Um, and. We're so we're like every other film. You like it, I hate it. <laughs> yep. I love it. You think it's trash. Yeah, yeah. 007, We are just neck and neck. <laughs> it's pretty you know, funny, actually. It's so it, it doesn't is. okay. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But no. I just want to stress to everyone. Yeah, this is purely coincidental. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, I there were moments I was pleased with it. Um, you know. I wasn't. I enjoyed the kind of the opening sequence, and I thought from a filmmaking perspective, perspective, where there was the dialogue and the monologue of, you know, diamond mining employees are the backbone of society. We we trust on the system that we have, and meanwhile, it's cutting to them manipulating the system and stealing diamonds. And I just thought it was kind of a component of a film that I was, was actually smooth and progressive for its time, and not just falling into the cliche of movies from the fifties, sixties, or seventies, like having the monologue in one scene, then cutting to the next and painfully, dryfully watching the actual robbing occur. And I, I, for some reason, I just thought it was actually well done. There were there were times from plot, I thought it was a little weak, uh, whether when they tried to kill Bond, instead of actually doing it, they just left him in a pipe so he could escape. There were yeah. some things, like there was a really racist moment in a circus that I was just, I was like, well, here's this 1970s for you. It was a little uncomfortable. Yeah, 
And I also just thought it was weak how the satellite system could so easily be solved by Bond. Um, one thing that I, like, at first I thought it was weak. And what I actually just, literally I was, like, went from rolling my eyes to actually, like, gut laughing was the ending scene on the cruise. And I started rolling uh. my eyes. And Bond, I felt Bond showed his hand too soon. And he got jumped. And then it went for me, like, laughing at the ridiculousness of Steve catching fire and his buddy getting flipped off the boat and literally yeah. exploding. Yeah. And then, like, just... As, it, as it, you it, do. And then it just ends up, like, exploding to the theme, re- returning of Diamonds Are Forever. And I went from thinking this is so boring, so corny, to that was... It was incredible. Well played, sir. Well yeah, played. it was. It's a six out of ten. All right, portrayal of Bond. Mm-hmm. Portrayal, not betrayal. Well, bit of both. Um, bit of both. So Sean Connery's back. He, yeah, apparently. And he's he in his two year hiatus. He's uh, <laughs> he's gone a little gray. Yes. He's uh, he's aged a bit. Yeah. Apparently, um, when I was reading some of the earlier kind of information for even the earlier films, I think he was actually trouble or struggling with. Uh, some baldness even in some of the quite early films. So I think he wore a toupee or a wig for oh probably. Many. I think a lot of his career he wore a hairpiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> I gave I gave it a seven though. Okay, yeah. I thought um, you know, I wasn't I wasn't really relieved. I I don't think I missed Sean Connery the way I thought I did. Sure, I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't particularly relieved to have him back. I wasn't like, oh, good Sean Connery. Um, but you know what? He wasn't really rapey in this one. Well, and well, not well, near <laughs> as much as he was in the other ones. I guess um, it was an improvement, but that was still, you know. The, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. He did seem. He did. He did seem a little more. Uh, I don't know. He he donned the title of gentleman spy a sure. little bit better. Maybe a bit better. Maybe and just kind of you know. Yeah, just just carried himself in sort of this more. Whether it was when he's at the casino, um, you know, and and he just kind of had this sort of swagger to him mm-hmm. that that felt like James Bond to me. Right, yeah. So I gave it a seven. Cool. I was not too far off. I gave it a six out of 10. I, I, I feel like the catchphrase for this film is a little bit related to Sean Connery coming back, but just ultimately, I feel like you could have stuck this on the movie poster, quote unquote, two steps forward, one step back. Yeah. I, I feel like with her on Her Majesty's Secret Service, I was like, wow, like, not just how emotionally we saw a bit more of Bond, but just it just felt a bit different, and it felt a little bit more like, hey, if we go on this trajectory, I think I might really like where this is going. And then it just seemed with this, it was like, hey, guess what, guys? We went back to the same old kind of grindstone of what we've been doing. Hope you like it. It and felt like a, it did feel like a return to format. Yeah, which, I mean, maybe some people like I didn't as much. No, but it, yeah. I gave I gave it a six out of ten. Like, yeah, he wasn't as bad. There were a couple times, like he was super rapey at times. Like where he he I wrote this down. He literally walks up to a woman who's wearing a bikini, 
and says, there's something I want to get off your chest. Takes off the bikini and starts strangling her. Like, I yeah. literally, okay, I, like, I was... literally was like, are you kidding me? Like, and ha. so on that topic, yeah. can I point out? Yeah. This is by far, and then I was reading, I was read because I got really interested, and I was reading a article mm. about the way that, like, the way that censorship worked mm. in the 70s, the beginning uh, of the 70s, and there's yep. actually two versions of this film. Sure. Um, an American version and an Australian version, and I oh. think the Australian version was, like, three seconds shorter. Mm, what? Because they like cut some scenes oh. in a specific way or something. Interesting. Um, huh. Because this is by far mm-hmm. the most nippular James Bond <laughs> that we've run into. So really? the only other time that I said to you, I thought I saw a nipple was right. when we were watching Dr. No. Yep. And I thought when they were coming out of getting hosed down from the radioactive material mm-hmm. that you could see her nipple. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out, no, she had like a, a like a flesh tone uh, bodysuit yeah. on. Um, Spanx you, or something. Spanx. You yeah. see three nipples in this. I are you serious? Film. I did not see any. I, I obviously missed it. So and 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 so I but I mean that's interesting. So maybe the version I have is a different mm. version than yours. Maybe. Uh yeah. when he when he takes her bikini top off to choke her, yeah. you definitely see her nipple. What? Uh very briefly. What? And then she covers it. She kind of like puts her arms across to cover her chest. Um, um but but it it's very brief and then she kind of like misses like she kind of ha- oh. she kind of puts her arm across her chest and then has to quickly adjust her arm mm-hmm. because her first attempt didn't fully cover her nipple so that's sure. number one wow number two uh and this is jumping ahead a little bit but number mm-hmm. two is actually during our bond song sequence when oh. there's a bunch of like silhouettes of naked women sure um and there's one that is a woman who's Sort of lit from behind and to the side a little bit, mm. so that the so that she's kind of just silhouetted, but has a bit of a a glowy outline. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the glowy outline was just a little glowier than I think they wanted it to be, and you mm-hmm. can definitely see like half a nipple mm. during during just one moment of the <laughs> the opening, and then the other was during uh, the underwater scene. There's the oh. girl that's been um, the girl that's in the pool, and uh, she's been oh, uh, what was okay. her name? Plenty something or other. Plenty O'Toole, uh, <laughs> and she's she's like what a name. Yeah, she's like tied to a cinder block in the bottom of the pool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it cuts to a shot of her, and she's in like a white bikini top. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah. the white bikini top is at least fifty percent transparent, and you Dang. can see. You can see through it. So Dang. I was, I was just shy. I was like, yeah. you know, I said at the beginning, I was like, oh, it's a bit of a slip up. And then like f- mm. five minutes later, we've got the opening sequence, <laughs> and then this happens, and I'm like, mm. wow, like, <laughs> wow, just out, like just out of the blue, we've yeah. got a lot of nipples in this. Um, and so yeah, it's an. I'll send you the article. It was actually uh, really interesting, just talking about right. the different versions of this film. Interesting. I guess it was the '70s too. Like anything goes. Free love, man. 
Free love. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, villains. Mm -hmm. I gave this uh, (laughs) a six. Oh, okay. Um, Okay. It's Blofeld. Yeah. I mean, there's Mr. Kid and Mr. um, Whatever his name was, Mm -hmm. his associate, Mr. Wyant or something. I don't Mm -hmm. know. You know, you know the guys I mean. Yeah, the yeah, diamond, yeah. the diamond hunters. Yep. Are they? Were, were they implying that those two are a couple? I think they're a couple. I think those two were romantically involved. I think so because there was at one point where I don't know if he's it got was a line mis- and he's like, uh, "She's relatively yeah. good looking, you know, for a woman." Yeah, I think that was the implication. But I think I think they get. Sure. I think they get cozy on. <laughs> cold winter nights um but uh so but blofeld's back right yeah who to me is the quintessential bond villain oh for sure for sure for sure he's he's the head of specter he's 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 the he's the joker to Mm. the the batman he's the lex luther to the superman he's the red glowing baby sun in the sky to the Teletubbies. And, um, right, yeah, yeah. But I was really put off by the fact that this is now a third actor playing Blofeld. Yeah, that is a little much for me. Because I I think what it did was instead of me feeling, so, so it only got a six, because I think mm. instead of me feeling like, oh, this is that guy, this is, Blofeld is a guy to be reckoned with. He's a guy we've seen before. He's, he's, he's that Bond villain. Blofeld almost transcended that and just became an idea. Hmm. Right? Blofeld right. was, 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 uh, was an idea. It, it sort of, sort of like how the whole, you know, people talk about the, the theory that James Bond isn't actually his name. Mm. And that James Bond is just the title is just who you become when you become 007. Right. True. Um, it it kind of felt like that that it was mm. just another person using mm-hmm. the title of Blofeld. Sure. Even though I get that that's not what they were, you know, yeah. not what they were trying to show us. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was so obvious. I'm sorry when they kill him in the beginning. I'm like, that's that's, <laughs> that's he's obviously yeah. not dead. No joke but yeah. so i give it a six i it would cool. have been a lot i i think simply having the actor i didn't even want the actor from the last one the first blow mm. felt like the mm. the deformed scar on the eye yep. bald head that's the blow felt i wanted sure um but but even if i had the same guy from the last one if there was some sort of continuity mm-hmm. i think it would have scored a lot higher yeah um, but the th- third, third Blofeld in three films, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's a six for me. That's pushing it, boys. I gave it a six out of 10 as well. You know, I, I literally put a note here and I honestly don't even remember my thought. I think it says what in the name of Blofeld, but I think it had to do with just the craziness of like the voice kind of transition of just him being able to emulate other voices with this chip this technology. voice box idea. Yeah. yeah. Which, um... I, you know, I thought those two dudes were so goofy and ridiculously, like, kind of farcical and kind of cornball. They were pretty fugly. Um, there were times I thought they were a little lame, but overall, I think, obviously, Blofeld's the villain, ultimately gets a 6 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. 
Um, gadgets. Mm-hmm. This is an interesting one for me. Okay. Because about halfway through the film, we hadn't really seen much in the way of gadgets. No. And unless you, unless was, you consider a scorpion a gadget when those two yeah. goofy looking guys drop it in that guy's shirt. Yeah. Which uh, I do, so I do I'm, not. I'm like halfway through this film and I'm thinking, man, this is going to get a one. Yeah, just is gonna hmm. get a one. This is just right. ridiculous. Yeah, but then, <laughs> then Bond does the whole repel system that yeah. he like sets up on the top of the the skyscraper and right. like jimmies his way up this like little man yeah. wire thing. Right, and that's that's really the only. And it's like it's all part of an attachment that's in his gun that shoots it and all this stuff, right? And and aside from the voice boxes, that's really the only gadget used in the film. Mm, mm-hmm. But that took it from a one to a seven. Wow. I was like, there was just something about that gadget and the use of it that I was like, yes, okay. <laughs> now we're getting into, now we're not friggin' briefcases that when you open them improperly, they squirt gas in your face. No, right. this is this is British mm. intelligence. This is secret spy 007 yeah license to kill style <laughs> right you know this is a tool of the trade and yeah. and and yeah. it just it that was so i i bet you i had a stupid grin on my face while he was doing <laughs> that i was so happy i was over the moon with the yeah. use of that repel system mm-hmm. well i gave it a six out of ten and i was decently impressed with this Firstly, at first, I thought it was just a little crazy how there was the toilet webcam gadget. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But, but ultimately, I thought it was great. The grappling hooks were fantastic. Um, Q's electromagnetic RPM controller that he was just um, breaking the casino left, right, and center. I thought was fantastic. Both for oh yeah, just and the, it showed a it yeah. showed a funny side of Q because well, Q's the thing. like it was just straight laced kind of guy. It was, yeah, funny for the gadget, but also just that cue, we see that side of him, right? Yeah, it was, it was, Yeah, I was so, that that, that was hilarious, because he's was. just like, he's like, gee, what he's doing is incredibly illegal, mm-hmm. but he probably <laughs> doesn't even realize that he's so fascinated with, the, with the his device. Yeah, the technical component, yeah. for sure. Um, and even at the near the beginning, the woman's fingerprint ID machine, although it's dated and wouldn't hold much as far as gadgets potential now, I just thought it was cool for the time. I, I do just question why Bond's voice sounded different to the people in the room when he made that phone call. Like, I felt it should have just been on the other end of the phone line that it sounded odd, but I maybe I missed something. I don't know. Yeah. Do you you know, know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do, and and I don't have an answer. Yeah. So yeah, six six out of ten. Okay, Ho- holds uh, its own. F- fights and action. Mm. Uh, this got a seven. Wow. Okay. I thought this was great. There's a there's a a great a couple of great car chases, like mm. when he uses the ramp to put the car up on the <laughs> on an angle and runs sure. through the alley, yep. and just just the fighting, the choreograph fighting in general right uh, you see you see sean connery doing some like some tuck and rolls and some 
you know, I, I don't know. I just, it was, it felt like a, a leap forward uh, <laughs> right. to me. It, it, it right. felt like the choreography from On Her Majesty's Secret Service, mm. but without the horrific choppy editing. Sure, yeah. Right, right. so I, right. I gave it a seven. I was, I was over the moon with this. Mm-hmm. I give it a five out of 10. I felt it was in the middle. There were some things that I thought were well done. That's cold, Pete. That's cold. (laughs) But some things that I thought were corny. So the one thing I I think it was kind of corny and I laughed at a bit was where he threw a henchman over, I think, a railing in an elevator shaft near the beginning of the film. And obviously, if, if, if he's not dead already, he was at least incapacitated like he wasn't doing anything but pond still then throws a fire extinguisher at him and then it just like continuously sprays in this henchman's face and i just thought it was such overkill like was this he was, when he kills franks it was near the beginning when he was at when that he kills the apartment he, he kills the actual oh okay no no yeah. i'm thinking of when he kills the actual franks no. and puts his id on him so that it looks like he's James Bond. Oh, no, I think, yeah, I think that's what I'm talking about, right? Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I, I just thought it was overkill. Like, he, you threw him off a balcony, and he's not getting back up, but he still throws the fire extinguisher at him, and it just starts spewing repellent in his face. So I just... I I, I, I just kind of <laughs> chalked that up to all that was left in the office was decaf that like... morning, and he's feeling a little... <laughs> right. A little agitated. Uh, I, you know, I liked the lopsided car trick maneuver. It was funny. It was silly. Um, a couple of things that I thought were kind of just a little bit lame was there was a desert car, ch- car chase sequence that I felt was about 80% longer than it needed to be. And that's, mm. it was a little funny, but just in a lame way where the police officers on the strip would radio to each other and there goes, there goes that saboteur and... He's like, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Larry got There's him. a little meta- on the nose. <laughs> I think Larry got him at a boy, Larry. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And and then when they broke into that house um, with the pool and there was the women there, there was like a shoot-off scene with someone who was on the cliff. And I think his name was Bert Saxby. That was literally of the level of like a 50s Western. Like he just got shot clear across a mountain and just went flying back. And it just had 50s Western written all over it, but... I, I yeah, gave it a I five out of ten. Okay. Uh Bond Girl. Mm. This got a five. Uh interesting. I guess the Bond Girl is Tiffany Chase. Um yeah. because Plenty yeah. O'Toole's not really around long enough to matter or mean anything. Not really. Uh, not particularly. And, yeah, and Tiffany Chase I don't again, it was just another Honestly, I've my only I have one note about the Bond girl written down here and it's she's hmm. no honey rider. Um they they set us up really to fail with honey yeah. rider. Yeah. They 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 led too strong. And, and maybe this is a discussion like why did they veer away from that? Like why why I don't I don't know. Like this is again this is a this is a a girl, this is a woman, a Bond girl who is um, kind of a villain, kind of not a villain, into some shady yeah. stuff, but then yeah. ends up needing rescuing. and like. But it just wasn't like Honey Rider 
was was you know the blonde woman on the beach in the bathing suit but strong so she was sexy but she was strong and independent and didn't need saving mm-hmm. and 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 made a point of that right that she mm-hmm. was she'd left a bad relationship and yep. was making money by selling these shells and and mm-hmm. supporting herself and had you know and it was just like this i don't know there was just something so um, something so endearing about Honey Rider mm-hmm. that in yeah. eight films we haven't been able to recapture. Not at all. I'm I'm really hoping for just something sniffing close to Honey Rider going forward. Just that's that's sniffing is a weird. That was a weird way. I hope we get something remotely close to Honey Rider. Mm, yeah, that's a bit better. Yeah. Uh, I get, so I give it a five. I give it a two. This is where we we part. I. I think just my disappointment really resonated with me and kind of urged me to give it a lower score. Like Plenty O'Toole, Bambi and Thumper, just, yeah, nothing really hit home with me. Um, I see. So I think maybe that's where I think, I think if this was solely relying on Tiffany Chase, Mm. then I would have been down around the two or three mark myself. Okay. Bambi okay. and Thumper, I had a blast with. <laughs> and the fact that for the first portion of that fight, they are mm. kicking Bond's ass. True. That was cool. I had a I had a blast with, especially knowing what a misogynist Sean Connery is, right. like in real life. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm just picturing <laughs> like his ego on set when you know for the first mm-hmm. half of the fight these women kind of have to best him mm-hmm. and, yeah. and how upset he probably was about that that's right. you know yeah yeah you know there was some merit i think you know we see a double switch pulled by a woman and it it's it's captivating but yeah just ultimately from a character plot development character development level was a little disappointed i this is kind of i guess in the portrayal of bond but it has to do with bond girls I can't believe Bond literally said something, and I think this is what he said. He said, in reference to a woman and her hair color, providing the collars and the cuffs match. Yeah, so that's totally that was he was totally just asking, "What color is your pubic hair?" That's <laughs> like, that was like, totally holy, where holy that was. Holy hell! Like, yeah. Can we just again? This is where it goes down to. We took couple steps forward with Honor Majesty's Secret Service, and now we're taking a step back. I, I just thought we were past this point in James Bond. Obviously, we're not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Um, supporting characters. Mm-hmm. I gave this a six, and I think... Yeah. Uh, I think, again, I think a lot of this rides solely on Q's shoulders. Felix mm-hmm. is back in this one. Um... Again, you'll have to let me know if Felix is played by a different character <laughs> this time because, again, I, I don't notice. I just don't yeah, care. Yeah. Felix yeah. means nothing to me. Um, <laughs> but Q is amazing. This sure. is the best we've seen Q, I think. Again, that slot machine thing was just hilarious. That was very um, witty, yep. And uh, but I, for the most part, the supporting character categories haven't been scoring high to me because with no. the exception of Q, mm-hmm. I haven't been... I haven't really been all that impressed with any of the supporting characters in these Bond films. I haven't sort no. of embraced them, and maybe that's me. I don't know. Um, yeah, but, so I give it a I give it a six, and and I think at least 
five of those six points are are need to be awarded to Q. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave it a three. Was not that blown away. You know, Q is fine, but beyond that, uh, I was annoyed. I will answer it for you. There was another new actor playing Felix Leiter, and I was. It's getting to the <laughs> point of the ridiculous for me. It is. I, the, it's the defense against the dark arts post. Is honestly. What it is. No one wants this job posting. The one thing that's interesting is, you know, there is that carnival scene where she um, has to shoot water into the balloon of the clown's mouth to get, I think it was the diamond pickup she was, she was doing. Yeah. There yeah. Was, okay. Yeah. There was a boy that was next to her. I think he was like calling her out on cheating. Cause like she wasn't even hitting the target, but she was winning prizes and whatnot. This boy was on you know Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things? This boy was like the nineteen seventies equivalent of Finn Wolfhard. Like it was like a doppelganger to me. This kid really? looked. I don't ex- know if I noticed. Yeah, and maybe maybe I'm grasping at straws. Maybe someone else would look at him and say, "Pete, you're you're wrong." But I just looked at that kid. I'm like, hold. Like if this was from two thousand and sixteen, this film, I would have just assumed that was him. And maybe that was him. Before he, how long do you think before he's in a Bond film? <laughs> maybe he's, maybe he's the next Bond. Who knows? He could be a future Bond. Mm-hmm. So yeah, three out of ten. Wasn't that impressed with supporting characters? All right, and final category is Bond song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave it a seven. It was, you know, it was, it 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 was completely serviceable. It it was mm. fresh. Uh, it was unique. It had sort of that espionage spy kind of twang to it, um, uh, along with sort of like the the sexy James Bond spy seduction quality of a Bond song. Uh, and it it it's yeah, it was just everything. It was everything that I felt a Bond song should be. So I gave it a seven. Cool. I I was just in the middle. I gave it a five out of ten. I didn't think it was bad. Didn't think it was good i just thought it was meh i i think it was nice to have lyrics again i think we missed that with the previous yeah. film um i felt the montage was okay um the song didn't really appeal to me it didn't really hook me but it wasn't bad and i didn't I, you know i wasn't wanting to fast forward through the montage i just wouldn't download the song on my ipod or my walkman right um, so five out of ten okay as far as one-liners, there's just really one, and it really came into that one scene that I thought was fantastic. It was at yep. the end when yep. he flipped the dude off the boat with explosive on him, and Sean Connery said, well, he certainly left this tails between his legs. Yeah. <laughs> that was... Uh, yeah. yeah, that was good. That was good. I didn't do a Sean Connery voice this entire episode. I was just thinking, dude, you gotta, you gotta make some misogynistic stabs at that dude. Ah. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. Okay, so anyways, mm-hmm. uh, if we tally all that up and we grab the average, mm-hmm. this film for me got a six point four. Wow, which ties it hmm. with first place, which is Goldfinger. Wow. Not not including the nineteen sixty seven Casino Royale because sure. we decided it's too it's it's comedy, it's too satirical, it's it's not actually a yeah. Bond film. No. It's sort of a Bond esque film. Yep. 
Um, but yeah, so so this is this is tied for first place apparently. Uh, and I, you know what? I'm okay with that. I I struggled yeah. with some of it, but I sure. think overall it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, and and was probably I think I enjoyed myself overall. I ended this film feeling more fulfilled than I have in a lot of the other Bond films. Mm. So it did it. It did its job. Yeah, that's cool. I my tally was a little lower, four point eight seven five. So. It's, I think it's about the third or fourth highest on my list so far. Goldfinger being the highest. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it's okay. definitely better than You Only Live Twice and. Definitely better than Thunderball. Definitely better than Thunderball. So nothing remarkable as far as the score, but um, it was what it was. Okay. I think We're, I've been scoring them overall higher than you have. I think so. I think but. so. Because my highest, even Goldfinger, I've only given it a six and a half. Yeah, so, so which is higher than any that I've given. So six point four is my my mm, highest. Yeah. Um and Thunderball I gave a four point six. Sure. And my next lowest is a five point one. So it's uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh so because this is a middle of the week James Bond. Mm-hmm extravaganza we don't ask each other what we watched because no. you know what it hasn't been a full week we haven't had time to watch all the things we need to watch so no. calm yourself <laughs> but in the a couple thing... of days on sunday we'll have yes. watched the things that we need to watch including mm-hmm. having watched the things that we need to recommend for the person to watch mm-hmm. so that will the whole hey would you watch thing will resume will return what i will ask you though is where you thought this film graded on the tomato meter in all the James Bond films. Oh, son of a gun. And um now I'll I'll have you narrow it down. So, do you think it would be in the top like 1 to 10, 11 to 20, or 20 below? Mm. Start start with that. Start with that. I'm Pete, I'm going to say that this was likely in the uh <laughs> This was likely in the the ten to twenty range. I'd okay. like to think that it was uh, that it was ten and under. Okay, but um, but there's not a lot of there's not a lot of spots left there. So it's fill. in it's in ten. It, you're right. It is in the ten to twenty range. The ten to twenty. All right. You have every number available except for eleven. That's you only live twice. Uh, well, I'm gonna have to say fourteen, uh, and I'm gonna. Uh, I'm just saying 14 because that's the number of women that I had sex with last week, Pete. And so I'm thinking that it's probably a lucky number. I was gonna, I had, I had, uh, I had had it, I'd had sex with 13 and I felt like I'd had my fill, but that's a, that's an unlucky number. So I had to keep going. You understand. Sean, have you ever heard of sweet 16? Cause that's the number it was. <laughs> 16 okay 16 all right so this it, it got 66 percent on rotten tomatoes which is good for 16th highest in the james bond series i'm okay with that i think i think if yeah. it was further back like i think if it mm. if it was like number 20 or something i would have been right. like uh yeah really it wasn't yeah. that bad no middle of the pack so, middle 16 16 is a little further back than i think i would sure. have expected it to be but sure. um yeah but I, I do recognize 
some issues with the mm-hmm. film. So it makes the sense o- to me. The only other traditional thing I will cover up to wrap this up is I, I do like to touch on like why the previous James Bond departed. Uh, so in this case, right. the one in uh, her, on Her Majesty's Secret Service was George Lazenby. Yeah. And from what I read, at least from the source I looked at, it was just that he had some poor advice that for whatever reasons, uh, just he was told, hey, if you stick with Bond, it's not really going to progress your career. You might get kind of typecast. You should move on from it. Ultimately, I don't know if that was the best move because I, other no. than on Her Majesty's Secret Service, how else has he been in? That's the thing. So I don't think it was good advice, but I think he was just advised by, by his agent or whoever to say, hey, maybe it's time to walk away just after one. And Sean well, and Connery was, was hanging around said anyway, so they were like, hey. Yeah, he was kind of a nobody before. Oh, yeah, like they, he was like a model or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they brought him in. What do you think? Why do you think Sean Connery came back? I don't know. Because Sean Connery was worried about getting typecast. Yeah. I, joking, like jokes aside, like, jokingly, I, I think just, hey, they threw a GoPro on on him and he didn't even know he was in a movie as far as the womanizing and it, the, the stuff <laughs> he did. But yeah, I, I, don't, I don't actually know because, yeah, it, it's kind of a 180 of he, he was kind yeah. of afraid of getting typecast, but then so well, I don't quickly... want to do any more because I think I'm getting typecast. <laughs> and then All like right. four years. All right, I'll come back. Again oh, and again. Okay, okay. Now, for sure this time I'm done. <laughs> One more, boy. And then 10 years later, he's like, well, it's been 10 years. <laughs> this one's not produced by Eon. All right. Let's Sign see what me. these bastards are up to. <laughs> Sign me up, brother. Let's yeah, do let's, it. Let's let's do it. Uh, yeah. Come on, Money Penny. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, well. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Please like, follow, subscribe on all our social media platforms do that it. are the, the links are below. Check do out our Patreon now. page if you so choose to support us. And if you're not do at it. that point of support yet, what would really help us with the show is if you like or comment on the episode post for this episode. We'd really do appreciate it, it. And thank do you for it. listening. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. And you. And you. And you. And you. And me. And, <laughs> especially, and you. Especially you. Especially me. Especially Bye-bye. You. Bye-bye.